0: My name is Matt Brown.
1: You know, people don't have to say it. They can feel it.
0: And let's start the show.
1: Butterfly in the sky I can go twice as high Take a look, it's in a book Reading Rainbow <laughs>
0: What's up? This is the Productive Conversations Podcast. My name is Matt Brown and I am the host of this medium. What's going on, everybody? I hope everybody is tremendous, glorious, excellent. I hope everybody is doing well today because I certainly am on this Wednesday, a special Wednesday edition of the Productive Conversations Podcast, Wednesday, January 6th. I'm not doing too bad, everybody. How's everybody doing out there? I, uh, you know, I'm recording this intro on Monday the 4th after a great workout. I slipped on the ice on my way to the gym, thought about going inside, thought about sitting on my ass, but I said, no! I refuse to gain weight again. I must do my job in the gym. I must do what I can in the fitness center and be so appreciative that it is open and available in this pandemic time. And, you know, can't take that for granted. We have my mask on. Clearly had to go get my brace because I've had knee problems in the past, if anybody knows me. And, well... I refused to give in, and I pushed through, and I did a great workout. Also, on this day that I'm recording this, the Monday, the 4th, for a broadcasting on this Wednesday, the 6th, this is the day after a roller coaster of a day for me and my fellow Giants fans. From first, seeing my team finally defeat the Dallas Cowboys. Not a pretty game. But a win's a win. We can thank that to the great veteran Sterling Shepard playing for the game of his life. You know, Daniel Jones was still turning over the ball. He didn't play that bad. Defense was stepping up, especially Leonard Williams. Oh, man, I love that guy. He deserves a payday and big extension like Logan Ryan did. And the Giants finally defeated the Dallas Cowboys 23-19. And after that, All the Giants needed to do was sit back, relax, and watch the Washington football team crumble to the Philadelphia Eagles. And in a rare time, we say, fly, Eagles, fly. And it turns out that that didn't help at all. Despite, and I must, I give the Washington football team credit. What an amazing story to win the NFC East from Ron Rivera surviving cancer amazing story there shouts to him Alex Smith maybe one of the greatest sports comeback stories ever on that faithful fateful day in November a few years ago where against JJ Watt and the Texans and I can't think of the other guy's name but a sack that turned horrific causing this leg to have a compound fracture almost losing it completely but still didn't give up They get to the amazing healthcare workers and technology that helped him finally have the confidence to go back on that field. And he led the the Washington football team to a division title. And for that, I commend the guy. I really do. You know, I just wanted the Giants to win. That's all. I'm a Giants fan. The Eagles didn't step up. Doug Marone had quite the questionable decisions taking his quarterback out in the fourth quarter. And clearly... He hates us, probably. He he's on, he is quoted of saying that he was playing to win, but it wasn't exactly the brightest decision the man made. And you know that he won a Super Bowl, and I give him that. But you know what? More of a reason to hate the Philadelphia Eagles even more after tonight. Or after last night. And, well, with that, for what it's worth, good job to the... Good job and congratulations to the Washington football team. I sincerely hope they lose to the Bucs this weekend in the wildcard playoff. What it's worth though, it was it is cool to see what Washington was able to pull off from change their name this summer, this past summer, to all the insane toxic environment allegations to the Washington football team and that insane owner Dan Snyder, which he apparently which I mean apparently was an god-awful place to work, and finally, someone was held accountable, and it seems that things are changing, and got to commend the new president, Jason Wright, for making humongous changes and moves and starting that road to recovery, and well, it led to a incredible story for the Washington football team, and, and you can't forget all the shit that happened with Dwayne Haskins. The quarterback of the future gets cut only a year after he gets drafted. It's insane what they what they all went through. And despite all of that, they're the division champions at the NFC East. I mean, when you have people like Chase Young, who looks like he's going to be a superstar in this league at the defensive end. I mean, what an amazing pass rusher. He's so much fun to watch. I mean, you have people like, and the offense has up-and-comers like JD McKissick or Logan Thomas. I mean, heck, they're not a bad team. They really aren't, and I think the division shows for it. So, congrats to them. Whatever, you know, best of luck. And it's nice to see what happens, but it just stinks because I really wanted to see the Giants win. That would have been what an that would have been an incredible way to start the new year, a Giants playoff berth. But it wasn't meant to be. We will we will officially be drafting 11th in the NFL draft this um, this spring. And, well, we need some wide outs. We need some good wide receivers. We need Daniel Jones to improve. He's only got one more shot. Or he's done so. I mean, he's got to break out. He has to. If we're going anywhere in this league, Daniel Jones has to be... I'm not saying he has to be elite. He doesn't have to be an all-pro quarterback, but he needs to lead this team. He needs to have... Three to 4,000 passing yards. He needs to have 20 to 25 touchdowns. He needs to have a 1,000 rushing yards with those legs. The man has to step up or it's it's over for him and we're back to square run. We clearly have our coach for the next hopefully decade in Joe Judge. He seems competent. He's fun to watch. He clearly has turned around this team especially after a horrendous start and we wound up Going, we started 0-5, end up six and five after a little above 500. But you know what? We'll take it. Again, the ball went a certain way. I'd be talking about the Giants in the playoffs against the Bucks, but it's not meant to be. We'll wait till next year. I'm really excited. This defense looks legit. Maybe we got something with Gallman as a nice third down running back. Saquon Barkley is going to return. Stronger than ever, again. I mean, the defense, oh, man, the pass rush just excites me with how good Leonard Williams did and Dexter Lawrence. Clearly, our linebackers were, were something else. I mean, shout it's to you, Cliff Martinez especially. Some of the secondary defense, Logan Ryan, James Bradbury with, with stellar career years. I mean, we got this. We got plenty of more to talk about with the New York Giants. I'm going to bring someone on next week for sure to have a nice Giants retrospective. Uh, I've been working with him and talking with him and it looks like he's coming on, so we're going to schedule that and we will talk about the Giants season next week in a special episode and see where we're going to move forward. And it's going to be a great time. But as for today, and enough about sports for now... We have another guest on the Productive Conversations podcast. And who is it? It's my beautiful, my amazing, and my wonderful cousin, Rachel. Rachel Esquival is going to be on the podcast today where we talked about a lot of great things going on from... My cousin is a Delta flight attendant, so she has has flown so many places domestically. And we're going to talk about that and all the places she's gone, some of her favorite places, some of the places we should check out if we're going to these... Destinations in the United States. And we're going to talk about her life living in Astoria, Queens, up and coming and popping neighborhood. We talk about fashion. We talk about a lot of great stuff. So let me hand it over to my amazing cousin Rachel. It's going to be awesome for this special Wednesday edition of the show. But yeah, like I said, Rachel, my cousin Rachel, it is your turn. Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is very sweet. This is just simply very sweet. I have one of my biggest influences in the world, someone I love dearly, someone very special to me. It's none other than my cousin, Rachel. What's going on, Rachel? Welcome to the Productive Conversations podcast. How are you? I'm
1: well. How are you? Um, I'm just trying to get I like everyone else.
0: I hear that. I love the festive part right here. Thanks for including that. So, Rachel, why don't we start off the bat? Do you have any New Year's resolutions for twenty twenty one?
1: You not put me on the spot like that. Yeah, huh? Of course. <laughs> um. Yeah, just trying to stay healthy, remain healthy. Um Trying to learn a new trade Get in shape That's been my New Year's resolution for. <laughs> It's every New Year's resolution But
0: You know so. what Maybe this is the one After the year before That has given us lots of headaches Stress And a lot of things <laughs> to rethink over Maybe this is finally the time 2021 Oh man but geez yeah this year i just hope to um not only for the world so we can get back to uh, normal get back to work but i want to um just move about try to get in into better shape and uh enjoy things but one thing i really want to do is i want to travel more and this really transitioned well rachel because you are a flight attendant is that correct oh this is so sweet Uh, so you're specifically a domestic one right so you fly all over the united states
1: yeah and then
0: leisurely we can go wherever cool cool awesome awesome so have you out of have you pretty much hit all the states yet have you hit all 50 states or a good majority of them i think
1: I am missing about 10 states, mostly the West Coast states that I haven't, but I've been all throughout the Midwest. Oh, sure. mm-hmm.
0: no, no way. So, Rachel, I mean, I have to I have to ask you. Out of all the places of um, you have gone, you know, it could be easy to yeah. tell you your favorite, your least favorite and stuff like that. But um, first thing I want to say, though, what out of all the states you've been to, what's been the most surprising to you? Like when, a place that you didn't expect to have more culture, one place you didn't expect to like enjoy more. Is there a certain place you've been that like really caught your eye?
1: Um, I've always liked Louisiana. Louisiana's got a lot of culture, food-wise. I mean, everybody from all parts of Louisiana, they are um, proud to be from there. And, you know, they have different accents. You know, uh, the food is great from all parts of Louisiana. So they're one They're they're a state that sticks out from the rest. They're not like Texas. They're not like Florida. They're
0: their own, you know. Wow. How about that? So, go to New Orleans. I I mean, I assume, like, Louisiana. You've been, like, NOLA. New Orleans is big, I assume. And um, can I ask you, what is... What is that culture like? It seems every single person who's been in New Orleans specifically like falls in love, gets crazy. Obviously, an awesome place to go out and have fun. Hopefully, starting this year too with um, things switching up and um, changing. Changing. What What are some of the cool things that you really, really, you really liked about New Orleans in particular?
1: Um, they have they have like a haunted. You know, you can do like haunted trails. You can do like, you know, they eat alligator. You can do the alligator trails. They have this uh, superstition culture that they, you know, they explore like spiritual realms. Um, You know, you can drink on the street (laughs) and it's perfectly fine. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot in all parts of Louisiana. There's, there's, uh, it's a lot different to food. They're different, you know, they cook with different seasonings. They cook with like more spice.
0: Have you had some jambalaya?
1: of course yeah uh, you have to go you gotta
0: check it out that is like so i started really traveling by myself last year Oh well i guess now technically two years ago at the end of 2019 that was the very first time like i flew for fun the only time i flew by myself was for a conference in, in indiana like five now six years ago shit six no five years ago and uh so yeah like i really wanted to add that part of my life and i never really had the money until now and then obviously until now to really travel i checked out la for the first Mm -hmm. time and i loved it and honestly next on that list is new orleans i mean
1: yeah you definitely gotta go go with a fun group
0: oh heck yeah we should go there you have to show me around you've been to the famous bourbon street
1: Of course, yeah. Is it as um, crazy? It's a lot of fun. It is all all year round, 24-7.
0: Ooh. Shouts to Nola for that. And I have to ask, did you you eat alligator? You mentioned you were on those Mm trips.
1: I don't believe so. (laughs) Uh, I don't think so, but I will. I would. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't think so. No, like maybe I think I had like alligator cheesecake or something like that. Alligator was, but cheese. It wasn't cake. Like, yeah, or it was alligator cake, but I believe it was alligator cheesecake. It was really good.
0: Mm, mm. But
1: it's not like the traditional, you know, alligator. But one day.
0: I have to try alligator myself you know me I'm picky eating my whole life I've been a little better as I gotten older but uh some things have mm. to change like especially with my picky mm. eating like you seem to like everything like do you mostly eat everything you try to have
1: I I'm used to not but now I'm starting to to eat you know more I, so.
0: what how, what's been like something you really w- learned to love as soon as you started trying new foods like i really didn't know how much i love spinach until i tried it and i eat spinach on the reg this
1: is awesome you can put spinach in everything
0: <laughs> oh yeah but you know what's crazy about me i love raw spinach i love taking it nothing i don't put anything on it just raw those leaves and just getting my green intakes for the day—that's been some of my benefits and not being a picky eater. But has there been some other foods that you started trying right now, and now you're you're so happy you've had it? Yeah.
1: Um, I really like Indian food. Mm. <laughs>
0: like the curries yeah, you would think, and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: you would think that, you know, but it's actually really good. So and it's filling.
0: That's what I hear. So. That's what I hear. Oh, good. You know, you know, one thing that picky eating's got me. Uh, well, picky eating didn't help me. This is when I really started to um, to uh, to uh, reconsider not being picky anymore. So. I, I went on a couple of dates with this girl in the city that I met once at a bar, no dating app that just worked at that time. Right. No, so,
1: hope, in no <laughs> hope in
0: hinge. No hope in hinge for, for real. Yeah. This was, this was actually like matter of bar and everything. And it okay. was two weeks of happiness. I guess I would consider that. Didn't work out, but would take those two weeks for sure. But like our first date, right. <laughs> She so won't to go to this place Lower East Side said Fongo. So like this pure Seafood restaurant I looked at the menu and There wasn't one thing I, That I, that looked good to me Not one I was oh, no. So I was thinking What do I do So then I see the words Clam salad Okay I'll try to uh, I assume they'll have the salads They'll have your your Veggies and stuff And I just will avoid the clams Right But no They're actual Clam clam I get four Clams and, like, always on a salt bed, and that was it. And I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> She's, like, eating her food That's nonchalantly, funny. and I'm just, you know, looking like an idiot, trying to just put it in my mouth to see it looks like, um, see it looks like, uh, oh, maybe that, oh, maybe maybe she'll, she'll uh, fall for it, but... <laughs> Luckily, we wound right. up picking another place instead, and um, hopefully that didn't cause, okay, well, I mean, I don't see her you anymore, so maybe it was a sign to come, but hey, it's funny at the time, but then after that, I learned, okay, I got to, uh, you know, not embarrass myself like that again, so uh, strong lesson <laughs> words on not being a picky eater. <laughs>
1: yeah you miss i used to be a picky eater you you miss out on a lot of good things that you think that only because you think that you're not gonna like it and you actually really do
0: for sure for sure so. and there have been plenty of times now people f- try to tell me to eat something and i do do bad and say see I told you so but now i'm more uh more open to it of course so you know you know back to the uh traveling all over the world and making this whole family our whole family proud rachel um
1: <laughs>
0: so you like know, and, uh, you guys make me proud oh that does mean a lot that really does so That's like cool.
1: do podcast.
0: oh yeah we, it, this is this is my time to show off how cool you are show how cool my other guests are and um Show my creativity while we're at it So I appreciate that Thank you So with the, some other, the other places You said the Midwest You Pretty much all over the East Coast You uh, marked down Like, What are some of the other cities That really uh, stuck out to you?
1: Chicago's really good Really nice I spent some time in Chicago last month um, The food is awesome um, the pizza They're known for their pizza um, But all the food there was great mm-hmm.
0: Chicago so it's a,
1: it's
0: a Oh man yeah, that deep dish real pizza thing. really is That legit huh It is you gotta go
1: try it
0: Did you um, You ever go to that Sears Tower to The tallest tower in the United States At the moment or I think actually The New World Trade Center is tall But it's one of the tallest buildings I point?
1: went to I went to one of the towers, the tall ones, um, the overview Mm -hmm. and yeah, so I believe that we went there. It was really cool. You have drinks on top of the on top of the building.
0: Oh, is it when you see, did you feel on top of the world as soon as you made it all the way there? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) it's
1: impressive. You get to see the whole city.
0: Yeah, you, you were literally your Instagram, literally in the clouds with that. <laughs> right. Mm. <laughs> I saw you also went to Vegas, right? Recently? In
1: July, yes. I went to Vegas. Um, Their Mexican food's really good.
0: Las Vegas yeah. shouts to the Mexican food. Ooh, did you gamble at all while you were there?
1: I did. I didn't do a lot. But, um, I, I did,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I mean, uh, we did well, did okay. We didn't, I didn't gamble more than $80, $100, mm-hmm. but we
0: did great. Mm-hmm. Oh man. What, what is, what would you, uh, did you go out? I mean, obviously I don't know what the COVID restrictions are over there, but whether here or well, before, COVID before. There,
1: nothing. In, so. mm.
0: Did you go to Vegas pre-COVID um, before?
1: I did But I didn't spend much time there That time I won like $400 um, But yeah So I went But this time I spent more time there I went to There's a mob museum of um, That was really cool um, Really? Famous uh, members yeah and gives you their stories and why they were in the mob and et cetera, et
0: cetera. you saw all those guns they had and they're all their their sense of style and stuff yeah you know speaking of fashion right let's get let's get into some fashion as that a good transition can I ask since I would consider you a fashion expert you know what it means to uh, dress well in this <laughs> You're world. <so> nice, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you think? Um what do you think is the best what do you think is the style's coming out right now? What do you think is the best way to look your best? Well first talk with girls. Then um if you could offer some fashion advice to us men, we would love to hear. But like what do you think is and what is the best clothes right now? Um for women.
1: I think people I'm really in starting to get into like conservative wear whereas um, a few years ago the girls dressed a little trashy <laughs> seem that they are... Um, you know a little more covered which is really? good um yeah um i think that everything in the store now when we walk into the stores i think it's ugly i think <laughs> everything is ugly but i think that ugly is in ugly and is you guys, in. And you just, just kind of have to pick the ugly that is the least ugly to you, but in the stores, everything seems like it's ugly. Oh my! And from that, I would say that um, yes, for the men, that that men should wear more colors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that men always tend to wear blues, grays, um, you know, blue grays, navies. You know, it's okay to dress in bright colors or you know don't overdo it but you know,
0: you know. yeah it's, it's not about what you wear it's about how you rock it right Like, it's have a sense of confidence with with it but
1: the patterns are are hit or miss so if you are uh wary about patterns and unsure you probably shouldn't wear them but you know you you can always try it out in the mirror. You know, see how it goes. I,
0: I felt that way too sometimes because I like to dress up when I can, and patterns are really hard to match depending on your shirt. At least if if I was wearing stuff for work, like a tie, it's so hard to to uh, make the matters. But also, I um I don't know once if if there's a day when people are going back to the offices and stuff. Depending on this COVID world, it seems working from home has benefited a lot of the people. But, like, yeah, why not have a time where we just, uh, you know, dress the way you want, but as long as you have some confidence to it. Do you feel that way?
1: Right. Yeah, it's all about what you, how you wear your clothes, not really what you wear Although like your clothes say everything about you, you know, but you can you can you know, you can wear really nice things and nobody has to know what it is or the designer or Yeah. You know, mm-hmm.
0: that's what I'd like form as being an old retailer in Kohl's. It's like why not? you could really show the public you can rock something really well and it's from the great store of yeah. Kohl's. Mm-hmm. I love Coles Coles cashed us. Kohl's. Oh man I uh, definitely miss Every once in a while Say I miss Coles But uh, I, Well I really miss Coles now Because I could take anything But um, Yeah like it, It's interesting This is my second holiday season That I haven't worked at Coles I worked the last seven in a row So It's uh, Been quite the adjustment Every yeah, once in a I'm while sure
1: you like that break <laughs> retail in the way it's rough.
0: Oh my God, Rachel! You don't know some of the customers I've had in this world. I've heard customers just be real from everything, it's both really positive and really negative. I had um, I had, and then like you know where Nor like in Norwalk is is in a place in Fairfield County. It has a lot of affluent towns and stuff. And I think Norwalk has the best of both worlds in that sense. While you have like a dairy and Greenwich, uh. Ridgefield now of course every town has their you know not as affluent places of course but though but I mean those are really rich towns so with that you have um all types of people and you also have those very rich stereotypes that are very um you know you know wealthy people stereotypes are very stuck up and uh, some could be rude and some think they're hot shit and I'd find that a lot with Kohl's and Kohl's is a nice affordable store for everyone and I would have people feel just so entitled when I was when they were customers and stuff. And uh, I had some people saying some really awful things. Right. Like I had when I was working once, this person said I wasn't American for some reason because I didn't give the 15 percent. So I'm like. And why didn't
1: you give the 15 percent? Like because there was no reason.
0: Well, they didn't have it. Yeah. I mean, we can't give 50% to everyone, even though Cole seems to have it. But every once in a while, there are no genuine sales. And it wasn't a sale day. I said, I can't do it. And I, especially after you, you know, she's being prejudiced towards me and stuff and uh, and saying all these hurtful these comments. And, of course, I just got my manager before I went off. Though this is the day I really wish I did go off. I wish I would have blown my stuff. I was like, hey, look at this. Probably a racist customer right here. I uh, okay, wish I, look. I wish I said that, but I was being professional and got my manager. That's and then when
1: a great thing to be professional.
0: Oh yeah. Holy and uh, and then then she was just not showing that prejudice side to her, to my manager, of course. And and you know she said something just so awful. Like I I don't know. This like ran over my 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 uh, manager said so my manager was from russia right and she she has a you know an accent and stuff but she's awesome my my manager and and she for some reason mentioned that she's like oh my husband hires russian people I'm like what why does that make a difference like oh my god right. i could tell you have not been amongst diverse people if you actually right. have to say that kind of comment and he mm-hmm. gave him the the uh discount anyway course i uh did it with the fakest smile on my face and well figure karma would get her but like why rachel oh. are so why rachel why rachel why are so many people still like this now why do you think so many people are just so rude and awful and prejudiced in a time like this
1: because mm, i feel like they enjoy they're miserable themselves, so they enjoy making other people miserable, making other people feel bad. Because uh truly happy people don't act like that, so
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I figure. Should probably you know, enjoy your uh wherever you're coming from, but we you just don't have my respect and I'm sure a lot of people don't either, so uh Hmm. Whatever, but it's just—it's just—it was just an insane time. I'm sure someone like her got really uncomfortable this summer, with everything going on. You know?
1: Oh, for sure.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. But um, you know, always let's positive it up too. So, like you, as I mentioned, working holiday retail with all the customers, um. At points, you used to work at one of America's, I I don't know if you still work there, but um, one of America's favorite restaurant chains, the Cheesecake Factory, of course. (laughs) Uh, First, do you still work there?
1: No, I don't. I didn't come back after coronavirus. Um, Yeah. But I'm. Talking about cheesecake yesterday, They're a great company to work for. And I'm happy that I spent my time there.
0: Oh man. So during the Christmas during, you know, sorry, the holiday season, I'm sure that you, uh, enjoyed and loved, uh, you know the holiday rushes and stuff i mean of course there's probably their good days and bad days but what was it like being in again one of america's favorite restaurant chains and and working in such a in during the holidays what was that like oh it was awful
1: <laughs> i mean like the clientele i mean you got everybody clientele from everywhere but um <laughs> you also get entitled people uh you get people you get a lot of holiday customers who don't really dine in much um you get the holiday rush mm-hmm. you know and i guess you know i guess people live for it but i i mean i will miss cheesecake you you would, you know it's def- never a dull moment mm-hmm. but um yeah, it's not for the week, for sure.
0: <laughs> you once, when you were working at Chief Cake, you once served Harry Potter, a.k.a. Daniel Radcliffe, right? Or you saw him at your restaurant.
1: Yeah, and um, Rick Fox, too. A few people.
0: Oh, the great Rick Fox, NBA player-turned-actor. Played for the Lakers, mm-hmm. One Rings with Kobe. Really, did you actually serve these guys, too? I served um, Rick, Rick Fox. I did. Mm-hmm. Wow, what well, what was that like? Was was he like, "Hey, I'm Rick Fox, NBA champion and actor," or I'm sure, no, or was he, he?
1: He wore a red hat and he was trying to like, you know, uh, be. Discreet. I think. oh yeah. Um, so he was very nice. Um, I've served a lot of people. Um, I can't remember them at the top of
0: my head right now. But. I hope they gave you some nice tweets of oh, tweets, um, <laughs> tips. Why did I say tweet?
1: Yeah. <laughs> m- most of them, um, do really well. All right. You know, mm-hmm.
0: what is what, I think there's over like 250 cheesecakes in the cheesecake factory. What's your personal favorite?
1: Uh, Hmm. The banana cream was really good. Uh, Dulce de leche was really good. Mm. Um, um, Salted caramel was really good. I'm a caramel person.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, I love Uh, that. I love that.
1: Are good, but not all of them are great.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't really eat cheesecake that much. But the one I did have, I love the Oreo one. It's so soothing.
1: Everyone likes Oreo. Oreo's awesome.
0: Yes, thank you so much to the Cheesecake Factory people who made that. I want to give them a personal hug when COVID's over, of course. But um I just love them cheesecake. That that particular one. Yeah. So, so also, Rachel, right? One of the great things about you is uh, your advice and humbleness in this world, whether it's for dating advice, whether it's life advice, whether it's friendship advice. Can I just ask you some things that we can have um, can I ask you just some things to just you've loved you you I'm very fortunate enough that you bless me and my brothers and your siblings with can you do that the same for the listeners so I just wanted to ask a certain subject and if you could just give me some like tips on how to be that the best person you already started with the fashion advice oh, i just move to other few things if you're down with that Okay. So friendship, right? Advice. We all appreciate our friends and we love our friends in this world, right? What do you think is the best way? What, how? What do you think is the best way that you could be the best friend to someone?
1: Um, you know, just show up. Mm-hmm. You know, call. You know, friendship is a two-way street. So just call and check up, check in on your friends and, you know, if they call you, call them back, even if you don't talk all the time, or even if the conversation is five minutes, you know, um, show interest in the, in the friendship.
0: Oh yes. You have to show an effort. You have to uh, be friendly. You have to um, think, especially in a world now, there's plenty of fake people and fake friends i think i think uh people need to put a lot more effort when they can Especially because we as we see now mm-hmm. the, we can't take anything for granted especially this life do you feel that way too it's about putting that effort in being a good friend
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah because uh A friendship that's not reciprocated is not, I don't think it's a real, it's not a real friendship. It's not going to last.
0: So, when you do have friends who are fake and who aren't reciprocating, is the way to go? Do you text and call now, I hate you. You're stupid. You're fake AF. You're stupid. Or is it more about, or is it more about like, Sometimes you just have to leave a situation alone. Let them yeah, come to you and you make them feel You just have to forget.
1: remove yourself. You just have to remove yourself from the situation, and and um,
0: that's that. You know, mm-hmm. you
1: could leave gracefully.
0: Absolutely. Make them feel like should should you try to make them feel some type of way, or I felt like if you just move on, do your thing, that feeling gets to them one way or the other do you think that's true
1: um yeah i mean it's easier you know things are silence is is the strongest you know you know silence speaks louder than anything i think
0: especially nowadays oh man oh man You know, Rachel, another thing I love to talk to you about, and I think a lot of people can uh, really adhere is in this dating world, people trying to live and we're trying to figure out ourselves. So when it comes to dating, right, first things first. When do you think is the right time someone should look out for someone? Should it be all the time? Should it be when they're ready? Should it uh should they let this flow come repeat to you? The question? Like when it comes to dating and trying to find love, do you are you someone who believes love comes to you or you have to come to it?
1: Mm, I think that it it'll find you and you don't have to I think that people think that they have to try hard for love. You know, uh like, or tr- they end up trying too hard, or expecting too much. So I think that people just should take their time and um, don't rush it. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. Now, when it comes to like shooting shots, I'm talking about like if you know, I'm talking like for the guy perspective and uh, sees a girl he likes, whether online or in person, and. Mm-hmm. First things first, what do you think is besides obviously making an effort should should a guy be like more casual trying to shoot their shot? Obviously the best way is to be themselves but um should they should should they try to do a corny pick a blind should they you know compliment should they compliment the surroundings? Yeah. What do you think is the best way to shoot your shot for
1: I think it's to just show interest, again, with anything you do, you know, um, and, I mean, be persistent, but be don't, don't be overly persistent, um, show interest, um, And if show they your like sense you, of humor.
0: And if they like you back and they're interested enough, they will show you too. Yep. And it doesn't have to be so stressful And stuff like that And not second-guess yourself and overthinking Their party <laughs> Oh, yes And now when it comes to like the actual date The girl, if we're talking from the guy perspective A, guy, a straight guy in particular um, And he's showing an effort to a girl And, you know, the girl agrees to go Shows enough interest to spend time with him What do you think is first? What do you think is the best like first date a guy should do to show the most interest? Are they, you know, walk in the park, go to a, uh, get a coffee, get a drink. Maybe you want to get a big time dinner. I don't know. What do you think is the best first date someone should try to do?
1: I say um, maybe coffee, really get to know a person before you want to sit there at a dinner table and spend a, hundred dollars on them you know you want to make sure you like them first um and you want to make sure that they're not they don't think of you as a meal ticket so um i say maybe a walk first um maybe a walk first maybe um coffee it doesn't have to be expensive you know so
0: and if the guy offers, ask the girl to to the date, should he pay first?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, I mean, if you guys continue to date,
0: then it should be um, reciprocated. Right. So, like, the first time, it should be the guy. And say the girl says, no, 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 I want you to pay. I want to pay my own way. Do you like, okay, that's all you? Or, or do you still insist, like, oh, this is my treat or what? Pay hey,
1: her the first time maybe be like no no i got it and if she keeps on persisting then i feel like she's probably she probably i don't know maybe she wasn't feeling the date really and she own date yeah i mean ask again but if she's like adamant about paying for herself then i let her pay for herself <laughs>
0: interesting and it you know when it comes to like a a second date should you try to make that plane at the end of the first one or you should wait till uh you know it's over you say goodbye and stuff and then you make it maybe a day or two later what do you think is the best way
1: a day or two later for the second date no maybe like a week
0: like like ask like do you ask them you ask them a week later
1: Yeah. Like you want to make sure that you like that person and they like you and you guys have something to talk about and.
0: Sweet, sweet. Awesome. Awesome. Beautiful. And, you know, now say like, you're, you're, you're like, see each other like five to 10 more times. You get to another level. You guys really feel each other out. And, uh, you know, maybe over time, when it comes to like trying to make things official, should that be done? Like, obviously every relationship's different, but over like a certain amount of time, should you um, just say like, Hey, you know, I've seen you for ample amount of time. I've really enjoyed our time getting to know each other. I like your friends. I like your, your quirks, your, your good things, your bad things. I like getting to know you. And then, then like, do you ask like, Hey, do you want to, you know, Make this official. Do you want to be my girlfriend? Do you think? Do you think that should wait like a couple of months I, until that day?
1: I think that if if you guys have been dating and it's reciprocated and there's lo- nothing left uncommunicated, I think that that would go without saying that
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is what it is. You know, like I feel like you don't necessarily have to say it. I mean, I mean, you could, but if it's, you know, if it's understood that it's understood, you know, right. But people read signs wrong all the time, so uh, it. I guess it depends on, you know, if the communication is there, if you're in constant communication, if you are constantly seeing each other then you know but if it's an inconsistent thing you should definitely ask um right. and not assume
0: it seems like the gist what i've got so far from this is you know it works when it's all when you don't have to second guess it when it all flows yeah. together right like uh sorry were you about to say something um <laughs> So like you were set, it's like when things naturally go, you're enjoying each other's company and time. Obviously not everything's a hundred percent perfect, but if you know, like you can overcome these little things, that's, that's only enhances your relationship more. So it's really got to trust that. Um, And then like the last part is, you know, obviously we don't have any experience in marriages, but we could leave those to the married people to answer. But like, (laughs) you know, when you're, Dating, your official, your Facebook official, like that's how big it is. You put the two pictures on Instagram <laughs> together. <I feel> like, <laughs> does it really have
1: to be Facebook official though? No, does Facebook have to know? You know, like Facebook doesn't have to know everything.
0: Yeah, no, of course. That's, that's between your business, but you know, you guys both get to a point where you're obviously date. You know, you're in a relationship. And like probably, what do you think is the best way to help keep that um, relationship going besides obviously national things? What, you, what are the things like um, anybody can do to help enhance their relationship, no matter what your orientation um- is?
1: Communication is, I think communication is major. Um, Being considerate of how the other person feels, um, making sure that you two aren't totally opposite, you know, because whether it be like politically or something like that, like make sure that other person has some kind of flexibility and is able to see your perspective and you're able to see their perspective and, you know, make sure that you're respectful of each other and you respect each other um, consideration.
0: That's so beautiful. And like, you ever, you ever thought, like, do you think other things that can help add well there's just just showing like one person i talked to about stuff like this is just showing those those the little things just saying like hey thinking of you hope you're having a good day obviously depending where you're at in the relationship maybe you want a surprise with flowers or something maybe you she's maybe her what maybe your partner's favorite person is in town like favorite concert and stuff and you know surprise them with tickets. Are those little things really matter? Not to have a dull moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it's important to know that not everything um you know, you don't have to put a price on everything. You can do cons, you can do things you can be considerate in other ways.
0: Oh, we love consideration and uh yeah. Hey we're going to win out here and um, we just support anyone with the beautiful thing called love. Even sure. Of course, there's the good days and bad days. And uh, you know, of course, sometimes relationships obviously don't work, but do you feel even if a relationship say, despite everything I said and talked about growing something, there's always the possibility of it not working out and breaking up. Obviously breaking up is hard to um, is a uh, something that, you know, is hard for anybody, but like, what do you think is the Mm -hmm. best way for the days, things that don't work out? What are like some of the advice, for for, what do you think is the best advice to help yourself move forward if a relationship doesn't work out?
1: Just keep it pushing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just, just, the show must go on.
0: The show must go on even if it's okay if there's one night. If you need one night to listen to sensitive Drake and then yeah. But so obviously don't get too sad. Like don't get depressing sad, but you know. Right. Everything happens for a reason to help us grow. There's always a benefit to learn. I'm sure there's there's always a silver lining at the end of the day. And well, You're only uh, getting better for the one, for that special one in your life, right? At least that's what I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Definitely.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you just have to take it and uh, yeah, that's my advice. The show must go on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is what it
0: is. I can definitely get behind that so so you know it's it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay everybody we're all no matter what orientation is there's always someone out for everyone exactly so beautiful beautiful so so rachel you live in the great borough of queens new york you're in astoria queen mm-hmm. the Popular neighborhood that's always been popular and even more, more popular as the days go on. Can you tell me what it's like living in Astoria?
1: Um, stuff is there's always some there's always something to do, always food to eat, um, always um, you're never bored. And uh, I feel like if you're bored in New York, then it's your fault.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean now everything is shut down as of today. Yeah, but um, you know, and hopefully we we all get over this and can uh, carry
0: on. For sure. Yeah, as you mentioned, we, this is posting on the fourth of January, and we're recording this in mid December. <laughs> and we were yeah we are recording this in mid December uh, when yes, Governor Cuomo. Uh, uh, had indoor dining clothes and hopefully, you know, by the time this is posted, we can make some strides or cause there are so many people we're worried about, uh, whether it's obviously most importantly is their is number one, but all those people who are losing jobs right. because of the shutdown of indoor dining. How do you think that's, how do you think that's all been handled? And, uh, do you think we'll sadly see some places go from this and stuff like that, or like,
1: yeah um I feel bad for everyone um but I do feel like it's necessary yeah um just to keep people safe new york uh, we attract so many tourists and um you know uh, there's money in other places you know, and there's uh I mean, it's sad, but I feel like it's necessary. Um, But I do feel for the restaurant workers and, you know, um, people that are out of jobs and the local businesses, but hopefully those people can, you know, find money in other places and the local businesses can, you know, will survive off of takeout, if not make more money. take
0: Absolutely. And you know, we have to we have to show love. We have to show love to our local businesses, obviously pre, during, and post pandemic. And we have to keep supporting and show why they matter the most and what makes them special. So even in this time where we can't have indoor dining, we still have to keep these as you said, the show must go on, and that includes the, the restaurant, right? And that includes for our restaurant workers and any local small business that has been have been hurting. So, and especially New Yorkers are especially resilient, and they can overcome anything. So, so please, please let's keep that fight going because this pandemic, as we're talking, the vaccine is in this country now, and we thank our healthcare workers who helped us to the fight at this point we thank mm-hmm. our people in the big pharmaceuticals all those times in the labs countless hours creating that vaccine to end, to take out this vaccine once and for all and stop the spread and then hopefully we could get our lives you know it's cold now as as we're doing this in the winter but hopefully yeah it's cold
1: anyway so i mean right. when, and and Restaurants usually do slow down in the winter. Um, for holiday season, you know, they're, you know, fast-paced. But January, February, March is usually their slow season. So that's good. And then April, it should pick up.
0: Yeah, and hopefully with this, the spring, the spread is, we, with the vaccine getting the spread is mm-hmm. coming much Sorry. and much <laughs> smaller. No, no, you're good. That the spread becomes smaller, mm-hmm. that we are, that... We can hopefully get back to As close to get back to normal Especially this time next year That we have a normal life Can go, go see Grandma Lola safely for, for our situation And then, you know, like anyone else There's so many people we still have to, haven't to have seen forever And, you know yeah. That's it's the big thing with this really vaccine
1: Some people are remote working And, um they don't want to see anybody either because they've been barricaded in their houses.
0: So this has been some time. This has been a total time to be alive, but we're almost there. We're getting through this fight and we thank those people who have pushed us through the end. Yeah. I love
1: your enthusiasm.
0: (laughs) Someone's got to have it and uh, believe it's, and I believe in it as well. Really do. Hey, Rachel, what's been? Let's talk. What grinds your gears today about this world besides COVID? What's something annoying, whether on social media, whether in person, whether it's how people, whether it's people on the streets? What's been grinding your gears lately in this world?
1: Um, That everybody has to tell everybody their every move, like (laughs) (laughs) that nobody cares. Amen (laughs) to that. nobody cares what's in your closet or if you just got a new car or bought a new house. (laughs) Like, um, it's great to show your accomplishments, but I think that there's a line between, um, being successful and being
0: obnoxious. Tell me about it. You know what, you know what I always hated? This is especially pre COVID when someone like when you're hanging out with, with people and, Mm -hmm. Maybe I've done this, too, but I try not to. But when you say, like, hey, everybody, I'm going on vacation, like, say, oh, I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to New Orleans. And then these people tell them about, like, oh, this is, you have to, I've been doing this, you're doing that. And, like, they talk about, oh, we're going to go do this on Monday, we're doing this on Tuesday. Why are you telling me? Are you going to take me? i mean it's, nice. it's are you
1: gonna take me that's funny
0: yeah like i mean i get it after the. i get it you know people are trying yeah. to seem amusing or like i get it after you went to the trip and then if it's brought up like of course if it's brought up like oh how was your trip what did you do obviously makes sense mm-hmm. but i hate people who start a conversation like this they go in the door hey guys guess what i'm doing what oh i'm going to i'm going to the uh to Atlanta, and I'm gonna do this down the other. Like, good for you, cool story, bro. You're gonna take me. So, I I know what you're saying when people are just put themselves out there too much. You know what's another thing that grinds my gears? When I go on Twitter, and already, you know, as a good friend of mine once said, Twitter, you go to t- open up Twitter if you want to piss yourself off. And uh, yeah, I can't deny it. It's just so it's so. Addicting and interesting Of course, social media has its good things and bad things But, like, I hate the tweets I've noticed a lot, like, people liking, like, really obnoxious things That no one would ever say in person And it's just, like, why do you think people Like, they they put on that kind of front What do you think of those annoying people on Twitter, Rachel?
1: Um, I, I think that they think that they're entertaining You know, I think that they... Think that, and they they know that they're, you know, getting people upset. (laughs) They just they do it for their own entertainment.
0: Oh, absolutely! I hear you. Can I just read you some of these tweets? (laughs) That just that just certain people like that are just oh my god. (laughs) Let me try to let me try to find the ones that because most of them are really obnoxious. But let me try to find. This is, uh, of course when I'm finding wholesome tweets and um, I just okay I found some this one person always does this like I have some people this one's perfect someone tweet. this is tweeted by at Celestial Capricorn whoa so her name is Capricorn with the C word if you get my gist that too like this is a 500 like tweet with a name like that some of y'all tolerate disrespect a little too much from me, for me you better start acting your worth or something to check motherfuckers Like something like that I think she does make a good point I
1: mean that's I would agree with their statement I'd probably just leave the ending out
0: because exactly. some people do
1: talk with disrespect, they they're wall they're
0: wallflowers. Oh my god! If some of these walls could talk seriously, and uh, oh my god, I got I got something for you for you, Rachel. It's this 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 this, this Twitter page is the cringiest thing I've ever seen, and <laughs> I've totally it's totally true. Now, because it works on both sides, just like when people it's basically calling out flakers. Whether someone flaking and dating or friends, it's these cringy, these absolute cringing Twitter tweets from people, Rachel. It makes me sad. It makes me want to hug some of the disrespect some people have gotten. And I totally believe some of these screenshots too. And like, let me read, I just got it. Th- let me say this one cover. So some of these conversations from this, per- from this, from this account, if you want to just give me one second, if you don't mind.
1: Taking
0: time. First of all, this is random. I always love this one. This is, this doesn't have to do the thing. You ever see that one? Someone who texted one person texts. Get your fucking shit together and act like an an adult. And the guy says, "I think you have the, the wrong number, but you're right."
1: But you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: Thank you for calling my shit out. Okay, I'm just pulling up the 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 Twitter account right now. Okay, so, whew, just pick. I'm just picking out the the best one because I first showed my I showed one particular friend this and he thought it wasn't true. It's like no, trust me these these type of conversations genuinely exist. Okay, so I have somebody. <laughs> the Twitter account, if anyone wants to see it's it's called it's called um it's called dudes who are down for the bad. That's what it's called. Dudes who are down for the bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, so, oh my God, this is so sad. So, somebody, <laughs> this girl, Kate, texts this guy, right? She texts, I love how you're sewing a photography, smiley face. The guy says, haha, thanks. Let me know if you want to do a shoot soon. I'll do it free of charge, smiley face. She tweets, she texts, actually, God, Kate,
1: I well will. <laughs>
0: And she said, and the guy's text back, yes, yeah, smiley face. She te- tweet, she texts, thanks. My boyfriend and I are desperately in need for pics together. The guy says, ha, huh, yep, and he took the pictures right here.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, show it again. Oh, and he showed, and
0: he did it free of charge. Free of charge. See right here. These. Bad trouble. I'm gonna write, can I read you some more. This is why it's hard for anyone to trust anybody when you and you read these tweets. This is bad. This girl Victoria texts this guy. The I'm sorry, the guy texts Victoria. You still down for lunch today? She texts back, yeah! Exclamation point. He texts, can't wait to finally meet you. Smiley face. She writes, haha, lol. Wait, how tall are you again? <laughs> the guy says, uh, five seven. Why? The uh, laughing emoji, LOL, I'm five, seven. Sorry, I'm into men, not boys. Don't know. We can make this work today. (laughs) And the guy said,
1: (laughs) you had a friend like that? What did he say?
0: He said, ah, I see, LOL. Well, sorry, were you about to say something?
1: I had a friend who met somebody off hinge and he lied about his height. Uh He was like five five and she was so upset. She kept calling him mini me. Ah.
0: (laughs) So it didn't work out, you know. I mean, if you're short, you're short. Just don't lie about it for sure. For sure. I get the lying part like no one wants to lie Um, for sure. And uh, just, uh, you know, all 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 sizes decide. We could talk, talk all day about if size or matter or not, but shoot. This person said, this guy said to Daniel, so this guy, Daniel, this girl texts Daniel. The girl texts to Daniel, did you submit the project? Daniel says, submitted it now, we're done. She says, yay, have a good break. He says, you too. So she texts Daniel, this is a bit random, but let me know if you want to talk more. Working was fun. You know what Daniel says? <laughs> we should. You could introduce me to your hot friends. That's what he responds with.
1: That can't be real. If that's real, I, I can't believe people are that mean. Oh,
0: <laughs> people are that mean. Seriously, no matter no matter who you are, what orientation, it, it, it's all like that. Yeah. This is this one is this one's the worst. This guy texts Kate. How was your day? Kate responds, laughing my ass up. Stop texting me. I have a man. That's the response. But she texts in the day after, right? She texts, hey, with like five Y's. You know she texts back? <laughs> she texts, could you come to the park tomorrow at five and take pictures of me hugging my boyfriend, please? If you do it, I'll give you a hug. <laughs> I'm telling you, right here. Mm. You see... <laughs> And this one's me. And this guy texts a girl named Jessica. Hey, I had a really good time with you tonight. Would you want to hang out sometime? She screenshots it and sends the screenshot back. Girl, what I say? That's all it says. So, like, like I said, some of this stuff is. Uh... Oh, okay, this will be my last one. This is me. This is a Snapchat. I don't know if this is a guy to a girl, or girl to a guy, but the person mm-hmm. says, "Hey." So I've been thinking how we got, we're getting close again. It annoys me how it's hard for me not to like you. He said he or she, or they say to this person, the person responds, wait, we're close. (laughs) The person says, I thought we were. And then they text, bro. I only FaceTime you to distract myself from texting my ex. Oh, seriously. Like, like I said, no matter whether you're a guy or a girl or a uh, another person, you know, it's just uh, people are so mean and cringy, right? With that, with responses like that. What, again, as you said, I think it's true that uh, I think you would agree to some people are just miserable and they like to express that.
1: Yeah. And they like to project that on others.
0: And it's just I can't it's just so it's just so cringy, like what people say to each other like that. And you wonder why people have trust issues.
1: Right. People just need to be nicer to each other. And I think when people start being nicer to each other, you'll start to see a change in every in all aspects of the world and how we treat each other and how we speak to each other.
0: Absolutely. And and then, then we can have less examples on this Twitter. And again, if you want to uh, look at this, look at these, they are funny, but also cringy. And we, uh, we, we think of all those people who suffered from, from those cringy texts, no matter who you are, guy or girl or person, but yeah, you can look up at down bad patrol and you can see those hilarious tweets on Twitter. But, um, yeah, and as Rachel said, it's time to be start. It's time to start being more patient and being nice. Things will smooth together, you know. Hmm. Oh man! Before we go to my last questions, is there uh, anything else going on? Anything you want to add? Any uh, more great advice you want to share to us? As this is the ultimate advice podcast from Rachel.
1: The ultimate advice stop <laughs> the ultimate advice is that I don't need to know what you're doing every second of the day every aspect in your life I don't care
0: <laughs> that's why I love you Rachel always keeping it real thank you for that so so um, I like to say I like to leave this and I'm really intrigued to what you think of this Rachel I really, these, these last 10 questions are, they're, you know, they're, they're both rapid questions, but you know, obviously take your time with them. But they're really, I call them the quick deep questions, but it's called the uh, Proust questionnaire. And I can't wait to see what you think of this, Rachel. So are you ready for the Proust questionnaire? I am ready for the
1: questionnaire. Mm -hmm. All
0: right. So with that, my first question for you, Rachel, what is your favorite word?
1: My favorite word?
0: Yep. What's your favorite word? Happy. Happy. Good one. Good one to start. What's your least favorite word? Sad. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, this question is a more general life question. When I ask this, people think it's a sexual question, but it's really not. So, what I ask you is what turns you on in life? Success Oh That's for me too What turns you off?
1: Arrogance
0: Hell yeah And people who let you know Who let them know too much What they're doing Mm -hmm. What is your favorite Sorry What sound or noise do you love?
1: The ATM machine.
0: (laughs) That's the first one. I'm surprised it took so long for somebody to hit hit you with that. I like that. What sound or noise do you hate?
1: What sound do I hate? Yep. Anything loud and loud, anything loud and annoying.
0: I hear that. What's your favorite curse word?
1: Darn.
0: Darn. Your favorite <laughs> curse word is darn. I can honestly say that's the first time someone said that. <laughs> good, good answer. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt, Rachel?
1: I'd be a dentist
0: a dentist <laughs> that's a good one mm-hmm. any particular reason why
1: <laughs> um they have nice teeth for the rest of your life
0: <laughs> <laughs> as you know my mom works in the dentist's office so hey she might put she might connect you to the right people
1: there you go mm-hmm.
0: so what profession would you not like to try
1: Anything like hands on, handsy with my hands. Uh, uh, Cooking. I hate cooking. (laughs) Uh,
0: I I hear that. that. All right. All right. Well, my final question before we say goodbye, Rachel. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates?
1: You did great.
0: Well, I'm sure that he will definitely say that. But, Rachel, I love you. You mean a lot to me, as I said. Yeah, I love you. You're the big sister I never had in this world. And, uh, seriously, Rachel, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Again, once these cases come down, we'll be chilling a lot more often, especially your home in Queens and hopefully, again, with the family in North Carolina. And, seriously, Rachel, you, you're the best, and uh, I can't say that enough love about you. you. I love you too, Rachel. Is there anything else you want to say before we uh, say goodbye? Hello, world. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect way to edit. Well, with that, that is my amazing cousin in this world. It's Rachel. And with that, Rachel, I love you, and I'll talk to you really, really soon.
1: I love you too, Matt. I hope you have an awesome, awesome day.
0: Thank you so much. <laughs> I hope you do. Keep inspiring me. And wh- where's the next place you're flying?
1: Tomorrow I go to
0: Baton Rouge. Baton Louisiana. Rouge, Louisiana. All right. Well, have some jambalaya. Enjoy that. And uh, have some safe travels when you're going. And um, again, I'll see you really soon, Rachel. All
1: right, Matt.
0: Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. There you have it, folks. My cousin Rachel bringing in the noise and being a great guest. I love you, Rachel. Thank you so much for coming on. So we'll be back here in 24 hours. The amazing Julie Weiss is on the Productive Conversations podcast tomorrow. That's going to be sweet on our regularly scheduled Thursday show. And then next week we're going to have three episodes again. Our regularly scheduled Monday and Thursday. August Fritz is going to be Monday the 11th, and that's going to be real sick. Then Thursday the 15th, my good friend Krishma Pinto will be on. And our special episode was going to be on Thursday the 12th. We will be reviewing the 2020 New York football Giants season. I got some special guests scheduled for that, and I will announce it next week. But besides that... Rachel, you were incredible. Thank you for coming on. Be sure to check me out on the Tweet Cap with Ryan Page every Friday, as well on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. I have to also mention my episode this past Monday with the legendary Gabe Mills is one of the best and most proud episodes I've ever done. Check that out again on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And besides that, again, Rachel, thank you so much for coming on. For the rest of you, I will see you all in 24 hours. Also, you notice some changes? Be on the lookout for that in the middle of the show. We're trying a few things out. But all right, I'll see you again really soon. Be safe, do the right thing, and see you tomorrow with Julie Weiss. Peace.